The big question is this, how do we use the seven step blueprint to help you or people you influence become more physically healthy than 98% of the people you know and in your community? That's what today's episode is all about. Let's get stuck into it straight away. Today's episode of the new science of physical health. Hi, everybody. Welcome back to this episode of The Daily Drop. I've got a special treat here. What I've decided to do is this. The Daily Drop, for those of you who have been tuning in for a while now, you know it's a 7 to 10, sometimes 15 minutes. That's a couple of 20-minute episodes. We're going to continue that theme. That's We're going to stay that with The Daily Drop. We don't want to take up too much of your time. But what I want to be able to do is to bring some more content that we've created outside of the daily drop into the daily drop. So here's what we're going to start with right now today. I am about to release, has not been released to the public anywhere in the world just yet, a brand new five-part mini-series. Each episode goes for about 45 minutes to an hour, really in-depth, deep knowledge, deep engagement content. And the first one that I'm releasing is called The Thomas Edison of Health Technology in the 2020s. You all know who Thomas Edison is. He invented the light bulb. did a whole lot more than that. So here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to take some time right now to give you a couple of excerpts from the first episode. I have a special guest all the way from England called Dr. Andrew Rickman who is the focus point of this series. If you have any understanding of health technology in the world today, smartwatches and heart rate sensors and all the types of things that we can use to track our physical health status in order to help us to drive down our number, the number one risk of uh, sickness and death worldwide, cardiovascular disease. If you have any interest in that or a fascination in that area, you need to listen to my brand new five-part mini-series each episode called The Thomas Edison of Health Technology in the 2020s. So here's what we're going to do in this special treat today and tomorrow's episode, and maybe a couple more. I'm going to give you short sections of the five-part mini-series. You'll pick up the theme. There'll be little transitions here and there. The first part is episode one right at the start. Then there's a story that comes in there and sets up the scene for the whole mini-series. And then I'll transition to a little bit of, in today's episode, Dr. Andrew Rickman, my special guest, and the person that is the focal point for this mini-series. And then tomorrow, I'm only going to give you a little bit of Dr. Rickman today, just a tiny bit after the first part of the story that sets it up. But in tomorrow's episode of The Daily Drop, a bit more of Dr. Andrew Rickman. Without a doubt, in my mind, as you're about to hear in these few excerpts that I'll transition to, the absolute Thomas Edison of health technology, and we're at the this man and his company that is, well, I stated that there, I've read in the media, it's worth over a billion dollars, and I got the opportunity to interview him recently. So here we are in today's episode of The Daily Drop, little excerpts from my brand new mini-series about to be released. And I'll put a link in the show notes for you to be able to get access to it. But about to be released, some little excerpts of the the mini-series, The Thomas Edison of Health Technology in the 2020s. Thanks for joining me this episode. Today, tomorrow, and probably the next day, some experts coming out. 
Enjoy this little treat that I've given you here, a little prelude, if you like, to the full miniseries. Bye for now, everybody. Transitioning into excerpts from the miniseries. Thomas Elva Edison, whose understanding of the scientific world led to what has been called the greatest revolution in human history. In his 84 years, Edison acquired a record number of 1,093 patents. The most famous of his inventions was the incandescent light bulb in 1878, which would reshape our indoor lighting and forever change and separate light from fire. He also developed the phonograph in 1877, the year before, the central power station a little bit after in 1881, the motion picture studio in 1892, and a year later, a system for making and showing motion pictures. Did you know he invented alkaline storage batteries? He improved upon Alexander Graham Bell's telephone. He was one of the first inventors to apply the principles of organized science and teamwork to the process of invention and working with many researchers and employees at the same time and he established the world's first industrial research laboratory so what stopped edison from continuing on to contribute so much of his gifts to the world edison died of complications of type 2 diabetes on October 18, 1931, at his home in Glenmont in West Orange, New Jersey. He became so busy inventing new things for the world that he lived in, he never paid attention to life inside his body. The paradox is this, it stopped him from living any life at all. Welcome to this mini-series, which I've titled the Thomas Edison of health technology in the 2020s. My name is Shane Stubbs, and I'm your host. For, so for many of you, this is the first time you've ever met me. So let me give you a brief version of how I came to create this genre of education called The New Science of Physical Health and a brand new book called Health Secrets, The New Science of Physical Health, The Expert 7-Step Blueprint to be more physically healthy the 98% of people in your community. So here's the best way to start. About 10 years ago, I recorded a DVD called Discover the Beat of Your Healthy Heart. I'm going to give you 60 seconds of that DVD so you know what is, my, is called my primary motivating factor for creating Health Secrets, the book, and the course and the other content offered under the banner of the new science of physical health. Then I'm going to, I'll come back and I'll pick up on a theme from this 60-second DVD monologue. So let me transition now to the 60 seconds that I recorded, and we'll pick up on it in just a moment. On November the 1st of 1989, I took a phone call from my mother. And these are the three words she said. Love, Dad's died. It changed my world. He had a sudden heart attack, and it was massive. The doctors later told my mother he passed away before he hit the ground. He was just 47 years old. There is a song by a musician called Jimmy Ruffin. It's called What Becomes of the Broken Hearted. Let's listen to the chorus and the words go, What becomes of the broken hearted? Who's had love that's now departed? I know I've got to find some kind of peace of mind, maybe. The purpose of this DVD learning series is to develop some peace of mind from our number one killer. One person every 10 minutes of every day 
in this country dies of a cardiovascular event. Most like my, my, my father, premature. Peace of mind for my family and peace of mind for your family if I can help you to discover the beat of your healthy heart and you avoid a cardiac event. This will give me peace of mind. So this event happened back in 1989, a long time ago as I record this episode. And our family grew up in a small country town of just under 4,000 people. And my father, who passed away back in 1989, was a house painter who owned his own business. My mother, she owned a local hairdressing salon in town. There was myself, my twin brother, and my mother, and my father. Family holidays were in the 1970s and 1980s when we, when we went to regional, other regional parts of Australia, when we stayed in places like caravan parks and hot Australian summers where you go down to the river, you spend hours on some kind of flotation device like a tire tube or something, just staying cool in this river all day. And we had a great, where I lived in this country town, the house is still there, not owned by our family anymore, but it was a great double story house. We had a speedboat for a while. We had some motorbikes to ride in the empty lot next door. And then Saturday afternoons, this is what we used to do. We spent spent them sitting down in the wintertime in particular, watching our favorite Australian rules football team. So it'd be my dad, my mum, my twin brother and I. And more often than not, there'd be a hot roast lunch being cooked and, and, and served just as the football is about to start at around 2 p.m. That's when Australian rules football starts on traditionally on a Saturday afternoon. So you were lying on the couch and, and um, sorry, you were sitting on the couch, you eat your lunch, um, or sit at the table, watch the football, and then afterwards you'd lie on the floor or the couch and you'd try and stay awake from a full belly to watch the Mighty Blues, the Carlton Football Club. That's the, if you're not from Australia or you're not from a particular part of Australia, that's the name of the football team that we supported in our family. Well, most of us did. And we watched them to try and notch another victory. All of these memories, all of those traditions that we had in our family of the holidays and the watching the football and going to school, all the things that we did, going to school and so on, mum and dad off to their work, it all ended that day that my father passed away aged just 46 years old. I used to think it was 47, but I did a recalculation a few years ago and figured out he was about to turn 47. He was only 46. This brings me to the special guest in today's mini-series. I call him the Thomas Edison of health technologies in the 2020s. That's my title, by the way, my description, not his. After spending time with him in one interview and then some time with one of his 250 staff members from his company, and they told me that's growing pretty much every week. I think he is what the, the, our guest is the exact opposite of egotistical. I'm sure you'll hear that when I introduce him to, introduce you to him just in just a moment. See, I've been a fan. Let me tell you about where I created the idea for this series. I've been a fan of history ever since I was in high school, even though sport and physical education, were at, uh, was my number one subject at school and something I've given lessons now in for over 32 years face-to-face and online, history ranks as my second favourite subject to explore. I actually came first in what is called two-unit and three-unit modern history at my high school. I was a little bit surprised by that, but also very excited. I would so love, this is what I would love to do, 
I'd love to give you a recording from the year 1875, which was two years before Thomas Edison began his invention career. His entire career expanded from seven, went from seven, 1877 to 1930. And he had to stop in 1930 because of type 2 diabetes. I think it would be fascinating to explore what was Thomas Edison thinking about in 1875 before he'd had any impact on the way in which human beings would live. How much self-doubt did he have? Did he know how hard it would be? Was he always focused? What did he? Who did he model himself from? What vision did he have for the world in 1875 before he invented anything? Well, you're about to meet someone who, in my opinion, is like the Thomas Edison of today when it comes to improving our lives and helping us to get out of the mess we're in with our physical health status on a global basis. Let me share with you a scientist from the year 2021. Just like Thomas Edison, an inventor, a visionary, and someone who wants to change the world and the way that we live for the better. There's one major difference. His science is all about the life inside your body. Dr. Andrew Rickman. Dr. Andrew Rickman holds an OBE, that's an Order of the British Empire, and he is the founder, CEO, and chairman of Rockley Photonics, based in the United Kingdom, where he's from, and also offices in, says here, in Finland and Pasadena in California. He was Britain's, this is what I've gathered from the media, not from him, he was Britain's first internet billionaire and a survivor of something called the dot-com bubble crash. Back in the year 2000. If you've never heard of that, if you're too young for that, look it up. Dr. Rickman holds a PhD in silicon photonics. More on what that science is all about shortly. He has that from Surrey University. He has an MBA from Cranfield University and honorary doctorates from Surrey, Edinburgh, Napier and Kensington Universities. He's a chartered engineer and a fellow of both the Royal Academy of Engineering and the Institute of Physics. As one of my friends said to me years ago, and this is long before I got involved in working with PhDs from different areas. Mind you, this is the first time I've ever met a PhD from silicon, the industry of silicon photonics or the genre of education called silicon photonics. But a friend of mine many years ago said, how does someone have a head that can contain the amount of knowledge the size of a football field? Well, Dr. Rickman's background and pedigree is really, really impressive to someone like me. Does any of this sound familiar, this background of his, this education this of the standard developed? What about Thomas Edison, who literally changed our planet? His education also was something significant like Dr. Rickman. As I've already said, I would so love to sit with Thomas Edison and ask him questions about how he thinks, what his vision for the future was, and about the impact he wanted to have on the world. I'd love to hear what his voice is like and have conversations with him back and forth and interact with this human being that exceeded normal standards of contribution to humanity. If I ever lived, if I was alive back in the 1800s and I had that vision, and the technology available to us back then, and the forms of travel between Australia and the United States where Thomas Edison lived. By the way, I've been to the United States a lot now uh, over the past decade or so. 
But the travel back then, it was so limited and the technology was so limited, I would never have probably pursued it, almost certainly. Maybe I would have, but it would have been very, very hard. What is available in the 2020s when this audio episode is being um, recorded and this mini-series has been created, we are generations ahead of what was available back then. Arranging a virtual meeting between myself and Dr. Rickman in London only required a Zoom link in an email. Within less than two weeks of me making a request for an interview, I was given this, I call it, and that's, this is how I take it, a unique opportunity to sit down with a visionary who I instantly recognized was going to change the world. The historical component for me was that I was able, I'm able to interview him before that happens. And now I can share this with you. So why don't we do this? I'm going to have you listen in now to the very first part of my private conversation with Dr. Rickman. Until two weeks before I interviewed him, I'd never even heard of a science called silicon photonics. And I, you know what? I checked around with other people in the health and physical education field. One of my colleagues from Las Vegas, Nevada in the USA, who's had a 40-plus year career in health and physical education, including health technology and health education sales all over the United States of America and Canada, he had never heard of the science called silicon photonics. Another colleague of mine from San Jose, the very heart of what is called Silicon Valley, where I visited Google, Apple, and Facebook, he'd also had never heard of the science of silicon photonics. That particular colleague is the business development manager in North America for one of the world's leading clinically validated health software companies, and they didn't know. So let's transition now to the very first part of my interview with Dr. Rickman. Now, the conversation picks up in the middle of the sentence, but you'll get the thread pretty quickly. Uh, health awareness, health awareness, and in you know bringing people's attention to new technologies in health, um, we're very excited about that. So, thank you for doing all that work. Yeah, I mean, like you know, you guys have got um, significant amount of, um, I guess, airplay recently um, with what's been in the media about, um, which I'm really keen to get, you know, not ask you about what's going on at Apple because. All right, everybody, that's it, the end of the episode there. I can't wait for you to get, when we do the Daily Drop tomorrow, the rest of the introduction part of my interview with Dr. Rickman. You will not believe the technology this man and his company of hundreds and hundreds of employees, the company listed in the media worth a billion dollars, you are not going to believe throughout this miniseries the technology that they have on the drawing board that will change your personal physical health status for the rest of your life and change your physical health destiny. I can't wait for you to hear it. Tomorrow's the rest of, or not the rest of it, a bit more of the excerpts from the Thomas Edison of Health Technology in the 2020s. And I'll give you a link in the show notes that you can go to if you want the mini series. Okay, everybody, bye for now.